We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. A spate of by-elections to replace up to five outgoing New South Wales MPs are unlikely to be held until February next year, with the state polls threatening to coincide with preparations for a federal election. Of the five MPs who have announced their resignation or intention to quit New South Wales politics for a tilt at federal parliament, none have formally resigned to Speaker Jonathan O'Day yet. That means Gladys Berejiklian, Andrew Constance, John Barillaro, Melanie Gibbons and Jodie McKay are all still being paid as local members. The Daily Telegraph understands that the window for holding by-elections to replace the MPs this year has effectively closed. And to read more, you can with a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app. Dire staff shortages and red tape are forcing country New South Wales hospitals to care for sick patients without any doctors physically present in the building. The situation's so desperate that in the Western New South Wales Health District, nine hospitals were open on weekends without a doctor present earlier this year, while in other districts, such as the Hunter, six hospitals were forced to rely on telehealth remote treatment instead. New South Wales Health could not provide the latest figures on how many country hospitals across the state have no doctors present now, saying the numbers vary as shortages emerge based on different factors. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The Nationals have opted to stay in the tent and back Prime Minister Scott Morrison's net zero emissions target by 2050 with strong safeguards for regional Australia, settling years of bitter climate debate within the coalition. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce emerged from a two-hour meeting with his colleagues Sunday evening to announce the party's stance. Mr Joyce said most of the party's concerns around job losses and the impact on regional areas had been allayed and the majority of MPs and senators were now on board with net zero. Cabinet will be meeting early this week to finalise the details, with Mr Morrison expected to announce the full 2050 policy before he leaves for the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow on Thursday. And to sport, West Tigers Director of Football Tim Sheens has tried to douse the speculation over Luke Brooks via a club statement Sunday night. It follows a club official being instructed to contact their halfback on Sunday to demand answers over speculation he wants to sign with Newcastle. The Daily Telegraph has been told Brooks emphatically denied he wanted to quit Concord and vowed to play out to his contract until the end of 2023. He was being linked to Canterbury as well as Newcastle, where he'd be a replacement for halfback Mitchell Pearce, whose point to leave the NRL on a three-year deal with Catalans in France. That's your headlines. For breaking news and updates throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and we'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.